Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Husband, father, creator, and basketball icon. Kobe Bryant leaves a complex legacy. I'm Steve Gregory, and this is the death and life of Kobe Bryant. Cindy Bourne is a sports reporter with the Washington Post and provided a recap on Bryant's legacy the day after he died. Kobe really was the, the Lakers. He embodied the Lakers. Some, some players came they, and went. You know, Kobe was such a warrior on the basketball court. I mean, he famously played with a torn Achilles. And finally, he walked away. He had gotten as much out of his body as he could after the 2016 season. And he really sort of moved on then into his daughter's athleticism into their athletic endeavors. And his second daughter, um, Gianna, who was 13, was interested in basketball. She wanted to play in the WNBA. She wanted to go to UConn. And Kobe found himself pulled back into basketball and really enjoying it again through her eyes. There will be people who will remember um, an allegation of sexual assault and how that was dealt with. It is an unquestionably ugly part of his legacy. Um, It's one that is somewhat receded into the background, but it does still exist. Kurt Alexander, the host of the nationally syndicated radio show Big Boy's Neighborhood, says he was a personal friend of Bryant's and knew him when he first arrived in L.A. in 1996. I asked him what he thought Bryant's legacy could be. Man, I would have to say the the superhuman being legacy. You know, it's not a legacy of basketball. You know, there's a lot of basketball fans, but I think that people love Kobe as Kobe Bryant. There's there's a there's an umbrella. There's the top and then everything else falls under. There's Kobe Bryant and then there's basketball player, father, husband. There's so many things that fall under that. So I think the legacy is just Kobe Bryant. You can't define Kobe Bryant by basketball. I've known Kobe years, and I don't say, oh, you know, when I intro or whatever, I don't I don't know how many. I, right now, what is he, five rings? Like, and that's my guess, just like calculating. But I never equated Kobe to the jewelry on his finger, the trophies at the Staples Center. It was just Kobe Bryant, and everything else fell under that. So I think that when we think of legacy, hold Kobe Bryant 
as a legacy, not as a legendary basketball player. Sports journalist Larry Brown owns the website LarryBrownSports.com and covered the crash that morning. He says Bryant's legacy is more sports-centric. Oh, I mean, absolutely beloved in Los Angeles. And there are so many great Lakers, uh, Magic Johnson and Kareem, uh, Jerry West. I mean, you look up at the rafters at Staples and see all the jerseys up there. There's so many great Lakers. Um, Shaq, you know, it's but it's really hard to argue against Kobe as the greatest for the length of time he spent with the team for everything he accomplished with the team. It's, it's hard to argue against that. It's a great legacy. I think another part of his legacy is how beloved he was, not just by basketball fans, but multicultural appeal. You know, one of the things about Kobe was not only did he grow up speaking Italian, but he, he knew Spanish and he knew other languages. And so he could communicate. He knew that Laker fans were a very diverse fan base. Um, lots of Persian Laker fans, uh, lots of Asian ones, Armenian Laker fans. And he, he tried to appeal to all of them and he appealed to all of them. And so I think Kobe's appeal was transcended culture because of his character, his determination and his will to win. It, it just crosses all cultures and attracts people. And that's part of his legacy. And then, you know, really after his retirement, it wasn't until after his death and I started to hear all these stories people were telling about how much Kobe gave back to the game of basketball that I really started to see his legacy. It wasn't just about what he accomplished on the court, but so much of his legacy was about what he did after he had retired. All these players were coming out and talking about how Kobe would, would break down game footage for them and would try and work in one-on-one -on -one sessions with them. Um, he was trying to give back everything that he had learned over the course of his career to the current players so that they could keep it going forward so that the game of basketball would not lose all that knowledge uh, and that it would continue to be passed down. And that's such a big part of his legacy was what he gave back to the game because he recognized how much it gave to him. And uh, I think that message was conveyed so clearly that I hadn't realized it prior to his death, but afterwards when all these players were talking about what he had done for them. I really started to see it. And, and you know, Kobe didn't publicize that. Um, and I, I respect him more for not publicizing that, that we found out later through these people. And I think that's part of his legacy. It's a really nice part of his legacy. Kevin Beggs is the chairman of Lionsgate Television and a board member of My Friend's Place, a nonprofit dedicated to helping young people experiencing homelessness. We've talked about Bryant's involvement with the organization in previous episodes. Beggs says two of the best moments at My Friend's Place, finding out Bryant wanted to get involved, and the time he provided enough funding to renovate the facility in Hollywood. Beggs says Bryant was one of a kind. I mean, I, I think his legacy on the court extends to his legacy in, in all he does, whether it was in film and television or philanthropy or, or business, you know a relentless commitment to excellence, right? No, nobody can come close to the work ethic. We've seen the workouts and the way uh, he prepared and the singular focus on winning and 
uh, and on teamwork. And I, you know, it, these are lessons that I think everyone can learn from uh, in every aspect of their life, whether they're a professional superstar playing, at the, you know, at the, at, at the greatest arena and level of professional basketball or anything else. But, you know, hard, hard work and, uh, and commitment to excellence will pay off. And I think that speaks to us as citizens of L.A., as professionals in our work lives and in our family um, and philanthropic endeavors. So to me, that's, you know, his, his consistency of message, it goes across everything he does and everything he did. And I think that's, that's the legacy I'm going to focus on. And I think that's one that we can all take with us, despite him not being with us anymore. It's the Ellen K Q&A on Coast 103.5. And we asked the question first caller with the right answer. Ellen Kay is a popular radio host and well-known voiceover artist in Los Angeles. She's been the announcer for the Academy Awards, the Grammys, and the Emmys. And she was also the announcer for Bryant's Memorial at Staples Center. Throughout the years, she remembers seeing Bryant in the hallways of her radio station. Kobe has been coming in here to iHeart uh, since before we were iHeart. So when he first got here, you know Vic the Brick. Vic befriended Kobe right away. And they used to sit on the beach together. Maybe Vic has told you the story and talk about life. And so Vic brought him by the Rick Dees show several times. So there's early Kobe, right? Then Kobe ends up marrying Vanessa, who is a really good friend of Patty Rodriguez, who was on our show. And so there was more Kobe Mm -hmm. and that connection. And then, you know, Kobe was coming into iHeart for interviews. uh, I mean, up until I would say... A month before he he passed, there was just always a connection. He loved to come in and do radio. I know yeah. with, uh, you know, AM 570 LA Sports. And he was just always kind of like a regular, I would say. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I knew Kobe through the years. And we always would take, my son is uh, 19 now, but one of the things that, that we made a point of doing as he was growing up was taking him to see the greats when they played. We took him to see David Beckham. Bendit when he was at the Galaxy. Uh, of course, he saw Shaq play, um, Luke Robitaille, you know, any sports great. We were right there. Uh, we just wanted him to see, like, look at this. So Kobe was one of our one of our favorites to, to go and watch. So when I asked what she thought Bryant's legacy might be. Wow, I think it is, you know, love your family, love your city. Do what you love with all of your heart. I think his legacy is is one of excellence. Yeah. I think he's a reminder that uh, he really loved every minute of his life. I think he's a, a lesson in living. Coming up, the mayor of Los Angeles says Bryant's legacy is about grit and love as the death and life of Kobe Bryant continues. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva says he remembers being a deputy when he became a big fan of Bryant's. And when asked about Bryant's legacy... I think uh, twofold, his legacy. Uh, probably one of the fiercest competitors uh, professional sports has ever seen. And a uh, uh, father figure. Someone who's really made that switch, you know, from professional career to his family life. And he gave everything for his family and... He left nothing nothing on the, in the tank at all in everything he did. Some have felt Bryant's legacy is rooted in basketball, while others believe Bryant's legacy comes from being a personal role model. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti. I think there's two legacies that Kobe leaves behind. One is of grit, you know, the grit and greatness that he showed, um, that you just, if you want to be great, you got to work at it. It doesn't come easy. Doesn't matter if you're talented. Talent. A lot of people are talented in this town. A lot of people are talented in this world. But you gotta want it. And you gotta fight for it. And then I think the second, though he didn't express it as such, was love. You know, I think the way you saw him as a family man, the way you know he and Vanessa so so incredibly close, and the love of a father for a daughter, which I think for all of us that were fathers, which just blew us away. I mean, he. He himself said that he was so glad his career ended so that he could spend this time watching his girls grow up. And um, that is the legacy that you leave behind, what you did and who you loved. And what he did was all about L.A. greatness, and what he showed was all about L.A. love. The horrific crash that killed Bryant, his daughter, and seven others would cause a chain reaction of events that has led or could possibly lead to change. NTSB board member Jennifer Homendy was the head of the GO team that arrived at the crash site. She spoke to the media and also pointed out related safety recommendations the FAA refused to act upon. Recommendations that have been issued in the past that the FAA has failed to act on I want to talk out, talk about. I was asked about terrain awareness and warning system, or TAWS, which provides terrain information to the pilot. I was asked whether that was on this helicopter. We have verified it was not. In 2004, the NTSB investigated a crash involving an S-76A in Galveston, Texas, which killed 10 people. We issued a recommendation to the Federal Aviation Administration that stated 
require all existing and new U.S. registered turbine-powered rotorcraft certificated for six or more passenger seats to be equipped with a terrain awareness and warning system. They did not implement the recommendation. In 2014, we closed the recommendation as unacceptable. Little did Hamandi know at the time that lawmakers were paying attention. California lawmakers are pushing for the Kobe and Gianna Bryant Helicopter Safety Act. It would require all helicopters with six or more passengers to have terrain awareness equipment. Senator Dianne Feinstein and Representative Brad Sherman reintroduced this bill just one day before the legislation the mirrors exactly the recommendations Hamadi spoke of in her media briefing at the scene of the crash. Bryant's wife, Vanessa, would weigh in, saying she strongly urges the United States Congress pass a federal law that would improve the safety of helicopters operating in this country. She believes there is a chance that Kobe and Gianna would still be alive today if their helicopter had been equipped with the safety equipment required by this pending federal legislation. Another bit of legislation a little closer to home was based on actions of some of the deputies who were among the first responders at the scene of the crash. Sources tell KCAL 9 tonight L.A. County Sheriff's deputies who responded to the crash site are accused of taking graphic photos and then sharing them. We're told those photos of the scene and victims' remains were shared with other officials who had nothing The incident to do was enough to prompt a lawsuit from Brian's widow for emotional distress. L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva says he was so disgusted by the actions of the deputies, he co-sponsored legislation which would make it a crime for public safety personnel to take or share non-official pictures of a crash site or disaster scene, especially those of a graphic nature. Beyond the legal legacies Bryant's death leaves behind, there are also charities that continue to thrive because of Bryant's generosity. To date, Bryant, along with his wife, donated money or volunteered their time to at least 10 nonprofit organizations, including Stand Up to Cancer, Make a Wish, United Way, and the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Bryant's creative legacy includes a series of children's books and other media projects, not the least of which is Dear Basketball, the animated short film based on a published letter, a film that would also win an Oscar and propel Bryant into another league altogether. I did everything for you. Because that's what you do when someone makes you feel as alive as you've made me feel. You gave a six-year-old boy his Laker dream. And I'll always love you for it. When exploring Bryant's legacy, there were many views from people of varying backgrounds, but there seemed to be a common theme among them. Perhaps Mike Asner, owner of the website KobeMural.com, sums it up best. His legacy to me is twofold at a, at a very high level. It's obviously him as a champion and what he did for the city and for Lakers fans across the world. And as a diehard Laker fan, I'm grateful for that forever. But his legacy more so I think today than ever is his work ethic and his mentality and the thing that has stuck with me during this entire process just talking to fans and artists is it doesn't matter what you do who you are it doesn't matter you can apply what this man did in his life the way he worked how early he got up how he pushed through during those days when he didn't want to work as hard that applies to everybody every ethnicity every background so for me personally that's the thing that'll always stick out for me as, as his true legacy. Or, as Bryant once said, 
The most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great at whatever they want to do. Love you always, Kobe. The Death and Life of Kobe Bryant is produced by Steve Gregory and Jacob Gonzalez and is a production of KFI News at iHeartMedia Los Angeles for the iHeart Podcast Network. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Hi, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's The Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E. is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B.